It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Our friends at Entergy congratulate the hardworking men and women at Grand Gulf Nuclear Station. In addition to powering Mississippi homes and businesses with clean, low-cost energy, Grand Gulf plays an important role as an economic driver in our state. Thank you for strengthening our communities and congratulations on your record-setting production. The carbon-free energy from Grand Gulf will power a brighter future for generations to come. Entergy, we power life. The Out of Bound Show is powered by the award-winning golf courses at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club in Philadelphia, Mississippi. Oh, good morning. Welcome in. We'll have Steve Robertson, Hale State Insider, on in five minutes. We talked about the pressure that Mississippi State put on Mike Bianco last year, and they did. Uh, Now, some of that shifts back to Starkville, Mississippi, and Chris Lamonis and his program. Uh, And when I say that, somebody will take that out of context. This will be on a message board in 30 seconds. When I say that, I don't mean that Chris Lamonis is on the hot seat. I'm just saying when one does something, it affects the other. It just does. It impacts the other program people. And Lamonis winning it last year uh, revved it up for Bianco and his program. Now Bianco countering revs it up for Lamonis and his program. Don't you think the 9-21 and 21 in SEC play and not even making the tournament might even be worse? Like, if you had lost in a regional or super regional and Ole Miss won the title, do you feel as bad as a, as a Mississippi State baseball no, fan? No, you don't. Yeah, you don't really. Because you still won your title, which is always going to be there. Sure. It's really and the you fact, won it first. It's really the fact that your season was so anticlimactic that you couldn't enjoy it. Yeah. Well, they missed, and they know it, and they've acknowledged it. But the question is, can they put the... What is the time? Here's what people want to know. Bottom line. What's the timetable on them putting the roster back together 
to be really, really, really good and competitive. That's the bottom line, right? People don't drive up there to watch him lose mm-hmm. seven to four, eight to six, and five to two on the weekends. They just don't. Mm-hmm. Or much less 27 to two or whatever it was to Tennessee. Now, I know the next day they had a more than a, a great opportunity to win that game, and, and they just they couldn't hit. But the bottom line is now Bianco and Ole Miss have kind of, mm-hmm. again, made the uh, the pressure in the room is now turned up even more. Lamonis and Bianco will always face pressure because of the expectations for the two programs. Um, and, you know, you, you look at what Jay Johnson is doing through the portal at LSU and some other things happening. It's not going to get any easier. So tip of the cap to Bianco and Lamonis for going ahead and getting their championships. Because if you thought it was difficult, and it was, what Ole Miss just did, what Hell State did last year, it ain't easy. I don't care if Ole Miss made it look easy at times in the postseason. There were still some close games and tight moments. And, of course, for Mississippi State, there was a lot of ebb and flow last year. But the bottom line is, it's only going to, even Skip Bertman acknowledged in this Mike Bianco article that I'm looking at on theathletic.com, and, and, a lot of coaches can't do it because they'll tell you when we won it, it was harder and more difficult. In my day. Okay? Bertman has the ability at his age to step back and go, it's so difficult to win now because there's so many good coaches. Mm-hmm. And there are. Not just head coaches. Assistants. And there's so many good players because of the travel ball, middle class, upper middle class boom. And parents have decided, not just in baseball, soccer, softball, you know, tennis, golf, whatever, we're going to go nuts and we're going to throw as much money as we possibly can at junior or, you know, sweetheart from six years old to 16 to see if we can put them in position to get a Power 5 or G5 scholarship. And don't get me wrong, there's other scholarships that are still incredible. You go to JUCO, that's amazing to me. You go to... How's it tiered out now, Blake? I don't even know what's under G5. D2, D3? I don't know. Yes, that's correct. Y'all know what I'm saying. You get a full ride to Delta State. That's still awesome. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Brought to you by the uh, pre-owned and new SUVs and trucks. Mack Hike and Flowood. MackHikeFlowood.com. Also, the show is brought to you by Went McGee, the mortgage man. MortgageManMS.com. We're about to have uh, Steve Robertson on. And the show is brought to you by the unbelievable selection of Boar's Head premium meats, cheeses, and hummus. Boar's Head, compromise elsewhere. Where do you want to go? Corner market grocery stores in the state of Mississippi. Boar's Head, you want to make some game day sliders, a Boar's Head pizza, Boar's Head nachos with their premium meats and cheeses. You go to corner market and load up on all the amazing uh, high-quality products that Boar's Head offers. And uh, family-owned in America since 1905. Can't really say that um, that much anymore. Boar's Head, compromise elsewhere. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Our guests join us, by the way, a, a Boar's Head Pizza with a Corona Premier. Thumbs up. Our guests join us on the Corona Premier guest line. This is the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We welcome in Steve Robertson, Hale State Insider, 247 Sports on the Out of Bounds Show, Gene's page. Steve, we talked about this last year when Mississippi State won the national championship, and this is just how it works in the state, that that put more pressure on Bianco and um, his program. Now Bianco and, and the Ole Miss Rebels punch their ticket, puts more pressure on Lamonis and his program. Do you agree with that? I don't know if there could be any more pressure, though, on uh, on Chris Simonis. I mean, after after the season you've had, I mean, you certainly nothing motivates one school in the rivalry more than seeing the other one succeed. And I, I think, in many respects, as successful as Mike Bianco had been, even prior to the season when Lamonis won one, I think people are like, okay, well, this is enough. And uh, to be honest with you, I, you know, I, I've told you guys before, I have a lot of respect for that program at Ole Miss and and Mike Bianco. I think they do things the right way and. Considering how embattled he was this year and so many people calling for his job, I mean, there's a there's a part of it. I think you just absolutely have to respect it. You know, I mean, you, I think you have to feel good for Mike Bianco. But, uh, you know, Chris Simonis and these guys are, you know, working to kind of bring in some guys from the portal and turn this thing around quickly. And, and I don't think the Rebels did him any favor, you know, you know, by, by making this run at Omaha. But uh, a lot of expectations from the Mississippi State fan base to have this thing right back where it was. All right, the uh, the ten million dollar question is: uh, How realistic is it that they can flip this roster with who they have returning, the freshmen that they are going to net out after the draft, and the transfer portal? So that's a lot right there. All right, so let's start with the transfer portal, and then we'll we'll work through with, with what they have now secured. How do you feel about the direction that Lamonis and his staff are going through the transfer portal, Steve? Well, I, I would give this portal class a B plus right now. Uh, I, I think you got to go out and get a, a couple more difference makers, and, and mainly on on the pitching side. You know what I'm saying? I think the lineup's going to be solid. I mean, you pick up Amani Larry yesterday, who was absolutely outstanding at UNO, and and. Um, I think you feel good about him. He's a potential leadoff candidate. But uh, yeah, I think State, one of the more desperate things State needs is you got to get a closer. And I believe they're very close to getting a closer. Uh, they're very close to adding a right-handed bullpen arm. I think State's got to find a left-handed matchup guy to bullpen. I mean, it's like you have some left-handed arms coming in with this class. But in those high-leverage situations, you don't want to have to go to a freshman. I mean, there are some special ones out there at times that have done some really big things. I mean, you know, you look at what Hunter Elliott's done this year as a starter for Ole Miss. I mean, there are some guys that come in 
kind of mature beyond their years. But, you know, late in ball games, you've got to be able to match up. And I think that's one thing states really struggled to do last year, just one of the bullpen uh, woes. But you, you didn't consistently have that left-hander to come out of there in high-leverage situations that get you out of an inning. And we saw Cameron Teller hit the portal yesterday, but uh, I don't think, I don't know, I don't know anybody expected him back. I had people that were like, hey, is this news? I was like, no, this is not news. I mean, I, I don't think there was any question that he was not going to be a part of this team uh, moving forward. Now he's officially in the portal. We wish him the best. But, you know, that was kind of the, the best that State had last year, you know, because Pico, I think, was just really more of a long relief guy. But State's got to go out there and find a veteran left-hander at some point to come out of that bullpen to kind of match up. I think that's one of the more desperate needs. And I think, you know, finding one more bat, probably an outfielder, I think they're very, very close in that respect, too. And so, yeah, can they flip this roster? They absolutely can. I think they're in the process of doing that. You've got a very, very highly recruited recruiting class coming in. And as you mentioned, some guys coming back. But, you know, the stopgap guys, the guys that kind of give you the ability to to be better sooner are going to come from this portal. Okay. Uh, what – would Lamonis and them like for those guys to be in by, I guess, second term summer starts next week? Walk me through that. Are they trying to get those guys, some of these guys that you're referencing, in by August? Yeah, yeah some of those guys will be. Um, yeah, there's so many of these portal guys, you know, and a lot of those guys don't want to talk yet, not publicly. And I understand that, you know, because they're still fielding offers and things like that. And the situations are so fragile. And a lot of times coaches they're, they're dealing with will tell them they don't want them putting offers out there. I mean, it's not like high school football, you know, where you have every time a kid gets an offer or gets a phone call from a, a coach, they tweet it. You know, there's a graphic going out. It's a little different because these guys, in many respects, are making a business decision. And so I think they're very careful with what they do. But I know that many of the incoming signees will be on campus next week. Now, that does not prevent them from being drafted. That's one thing that's a little different. You know, back in, you know, in the old days, because, you know, you and I are from the 1900s, you know, it's like uh, whenever <laughs> whenever a guy would enroll for fall classes, well, it was over, right? Right. So it's not like that, buddy, going in for the summer. And so there will be some guys that show up on a college campus here in the next week or two for summer school that are still going to be drafted and sign a pro contract. I know that, you know, state's got several of their um, MLB prospect guys that uh, are going to be enrolling next week. And so uh, that'll be awfully interesting to see how that thing plays out. And I think maybe if you're Mississippi state too, you get the kids here and all of a sudden they're, you know, they're away from home. They're on a college campus. They're having fun. They're making friends. They're involved in workouts and, and maybe if you're a marginal guy that's got a decision to make, maybe you said, you know what, I'm already here. I'm going to see this thing through. But uh, a lot to think about. A lot of moving parts to this whole baseball recruiting thing right now. Okay. So how many uh, guys do you, how many transfer portal guys do you expect to be enrolled next week? I don't know if I could put a number on that. I do think that they'll probably sign between six and eight portal guys. Um, I think some of the guys that maybe have already made a decision, you know, will probably make the move here. But, uh, yeah, I talked to Monty Larry yesterday, and this has all just been such a whirlwind for him. He's not exactly sure they're working through all that stuff right now. But, uh, you know, getting those guys in here for summer is really big. And I, I think just being on campus and being around the other guys and kind of getting this bulldog career thing started is important. So, We'll we'll work on that, you know, here in the next uh, few days and try to get a number on that. But at this point, I just can't quantify how many of those guys will be here for summer school. Now, did I get this right? You're talking about freshmen enrolling 
Now, usually when you, right when you step foot on campus, you were done for two or three years, depending on your age. Uh, are, is this right now, since the draft isn't till July 17th, that some of these freshmen can enroll, but if they are drafted, they can still go MLB, or is that not correct, Steve? No, that, that's correct. Yeah, you, traditionally it's been if you enroll for fall class. You're done. Right? And so, okay. yeah, yeah but this, this is summer school, and the fact that the draft falls so late, and this is kind of an unusual year because – you know, like last year, one of the things that we talked about is, you know, Mississippi State's getting ready to play for a national championship, and then you had some guys down the roster that weren't on the travel team that were going into the portal, and everybody's like, what's going on? Well, the deadline was there. So now, okay, you know, the College World Series is now behind us, and the, the deadline to enter the transfer portal and be eligible to play next year is July the 1st. So we got that part of it fixed, and now we've got a late draft. You know, so usually, you know, the draft happens much earlier, so you've got more time to plan and and kind of bob and weave a little bit based on how things develop. You know, now you've got, okay, we've got to get through how many guys are in the portal. Now we know who we can recruit officially, and now there's still the risk of those guys you know, getting drafted and going pro. You know, you and I have talked off the air about what LSU has done. It's like uh, I think there's some name recognition with that class, and people are like, wow, look at that. And, I mean, and then you look at the numbers for Christian Little and Carter Young, and I think you realize Vandy's probably glad they're gone. But – that like Jack Pineda is a good example from Baylor. You know, this is a guy we've heard, we've been hearing he was going to go into the portal since probably April. He goes into the portal, goes to LSU. However, there are a lot of teams out there that appear to really like him, and so he could be a guy that commits to LSU to go to the portal out of the portal and then gets drafted and then never sees campus. And so it's just another kind of layer to all of this. College coaches right now on the baseball side don't know who on their team is coming back, don't know who in their signing class is coming back, and don't know how many of these portal guys are really going to continue to play college baseball. So there's a lot left to figure out. That's a lot to unpack. Okay, so how many freshmen do you think could actually have an impact for Chris Lamonis next year? Well, I really like Ross Highfield. I, I think that that's – and maybe he's not your full-time catcher. Maybe he catches one day on the weekend, catches in the midweek. And, uh, you know, I think that I think he's the future at catcher. I really do. I know they've got a couple of catchers they've got signed. And there's some talk that Luke Hancock may be back. I mean, that, that's, again, going to be kind of dependent on what happens in the draft. But I really like him. I think there's some arms that come in that uh, have a chance to be uh, significant guys that can kind of eat up some innings for you. You know, Colby Holcomb's a junior college guy, but, um, you know, he's 6'7", 225 pounds, and he went to the MLB combine, didn't throw, just kind of went through the interview process and all the medical stuff. And you know, he tells me he has got a number in mind that he's not backing off of and, and really wants to play in college. But if he gets, you know, life-changing money, he'd be a fool not to take it. And so there are going to be some names that are going to be very new to many Mississippi State fans, and a lot of those are going to be – you know, freshmen, uh, but you're not going to be just dependent on them because of the fact you're going to get some of these poor alarms. And again, Holcomb, you know, is a junior college guy. And so you're going to get a good mixture. So it's not like it's just going to be this incredibly young team next year. Cause you know, old wins in college baseball, as we've seen, it's what Ole Miss did, what Arkansas has done uh, last year, in many respects what Mississippi state's done. So you've got to have some maturity and some experience on the sure. roster that's going to come from the returning players in the portal. But I think on the pitching side of things, 
State's going to probably rely on some of these guys that are you know, like Bradley Lofton is an outstanding pitcher you know, at DeSoto Central. I had a Kyle, I had a Mississippi baseball scout tell me a month ago he was the key to Mississippi State signing class that he was good enough that he could have pitched on the weekends this year right out of high school. So that's a guy that you'll expect some big things from for sure. Hmm. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Uh... All right, so we've got some texts coming in. We're visiting with Steve Robertson on the Corona Premier Guest Line. Uh, if you thought this thing was heated up, just add another national championship in the state of Mississippi. And here we go. Uh, jeanspage.com, 247 Sports, the Boneyard Podcast. You uh, Give me the roles of Cade Smith, Jackson Fristo. No, no, no. Let me start here. Preston Johnson. Handicap it. Is he, is he back for the Maroon and White? Or is he somewhere playing Major League Baseball? And that is a great question. And that's one of those things that we'll basically find out here in about three weeks. But um, if I had to call it today, I think there is probably a better than 50-50 chance that he's back, but not much more than that. I think it's probably a little more towards he's likely to come back. But, you know, he, all he needs is one team. Right. I mean, it's not like you need it. You know, you're not, you're not running for office here. You, know, you just need one team to go out here and say, yeah, we'll take you. You know, Preston also has two years of leverage, you know, so that's one of the things that's a little interesting, too. But, you know, talking to some people that they feel like that they're certain he's going to be a back end of the draft guy. It's just going to be a matter of if will he sign or not. And I think one thing, too, with Preston, he loves Mississippi State. I mean, he, if there was ever a kid born to go to Mississippi State, it's Preston Johnson, you know, that right there out of Crystal Springs, Mississippi. And so, that's a factor, too. You know, the fact that he has another year to play with, you know, I don't think he's going to take peanuts to go play pro ball. So I would say it's probably better than 50-50, but I wouldn't say it's significantly more than 50-50. Okay, uh, who are the three big guys coming back? Hunter Hines, Slate Alford. Who's the other big guy that I, that played a little bit? Looked like uh, a linebacker? Clark? Oh, you're talking about Aaron Downs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah are, are those three guys? I know Hunter Hines is coming back. Are the other two coming back for MSU? Yeah, yeah, those guys are both all, all expected back. And that's the thing. You've got, you've got a nucleus of some younger players. And, and Kelvin Clark's not a younger player anymore. He's going to be a junior. But 
you know, when you think about, you know, Hunter Hines and the year that he had, even though he had a bum hand, I mean, you know, it's like, what's that kid, kid going to do when he's healthy and he's got a few more ABs under his belt? And, you know, Aaron Downs, is, of course, is a guy that didn't get to play a whole lot last year, but a guy they think an awful lot of. And Slade Offord defensively might be your best third baseman, just kind of figuring the swing out a little bit. But you know, that's a young nucleus of players that you feel really good about. And then you bring in some of these portal guys and then some of these younger guys that are coming in that you, uh, that you expect to be able to contribute. Yeah, the, the the pieces are there, you know, for a, a pretty rapid turnaround. But uh, you know, as we've seen, we don't play games on paper. You know, <laughs> you got to get out there on the field. And these guys got to get ready to play. So. Uh, Steve Robertson on the Corona Premier Guest Line. A um, lot going on in the state of Mississippi. Ole Miss wins a national championship. Mississippi State has a bad year, a down year, and there's a lot of things going on as far as transfer portal and and so on. Uh, where else was I going? Cade Smith. Uh, do you expect him to challenge for a Friday or Saturday night spot? Um, if not in the fall in January and February. Yeah, I don't think there's any question. I think he's, you know, he certainly validated himself as a weekend guy and was really Mississippi state's most consistent strike thrower. I think down the stretch last year, you know, he had some games, he was a little bit up and down. I think sometimes too, that, they probably rode him a little bit longer than they wanted to, just because of the fact you had you had basically nothing coming out of the bullpen, and, and uh, probably stayed with him a hitter or two too long a couple times. But uh, you know, Kate Smith's a future Friday night guy. If it's not this year, it's next year. But this guy can really pitch. And yeah, let's be honest, State's very fortunate that they have him, just because of the fact that it was a five round draft in 2020. If it's a traditional draft in 2020, Kate Smith's not even in school. I mean, he's that good. And so. I think you feel good about that piece. And to be honest with you at this point, I would say that's the only piece you know for sure of your weekend rotation that you're confident is going to be there this year. You still know what's going to happen with Preston. And you, you mentioned Jackson Fristo. You know, does Fristo stay in the bullpen? And, you know, that was that he had some shiny moments last year, but he also had some other ones that were just not very good. And, you know, the consistency was the issue with him. And they were really hound him two years ago. And you know, people forget he was the Sunday guy you know, for basically a month there, and State won all those games, including the no-hitter against Kent State. They elect to go back to Sarantola against LSU, and Sarantola never never appeared in the starting lineup ever again. But I think that decision kind of messed with Fristo's head a little bit. I think he was probably always looking over his shoulder, thinking, okay, i got to be perfect here. And last year, he didn't win a spot in the rotation, uh, had the big moment out there at Arkansas, and had a, had a couple big moments against Florida. But and yeah, then you have that LSU game where he has the guy struck out, doesn't get a call, and it's just like we kind of fold. Hmm. And so that's what they've got to do with him. They've got to figure out – because I think Jackson Fristo's stuff is electric. It's just a matter of kind of getting him you know, mentally prepared for, for what he's going to face in the Southeastern Conference. So you think he could compete for a weekend spot? I don't know that I would go that far. I think that he's probably – a guy that could, with some big velo and a pretty decent slider that could come in and, and be a relief guy. Okay, so I, you're I leaning of... you're leaning toward him uh, staying in, in some kind of relief role over starter. You're still you know leaving that door open, but I get the sense you're leaning towards him staying in the bullpen, right? Yeah, as for now, and you know we'll see what happens in the fall. I mean, you know, people forget you know when Dakota Hudson came up, and I'm in no way comparing Dakota to Jackson. That's not fair. Um, Dakota Hudson had pitched, what, you know, 12 SEC innings, ends up being a first-rounder. So guys mature and develop. That's and true. Jackson first could be that guy, too. So. All right. Well, I didn't hit even half of what I was going to get to, but um, guess what? We can do this again next week. 
We'll have uh, Steve's colleague on tomorrow, David Johnson, with Rebels 247 to go over several things. And um, so Steve Robertson just weighed in on some baseball. We'll get into more uh, next week on the transfer portal and high school recruits and all that. I can't imagine being a baseball coach this day and age. Steve, thank you. Steve joined us on the Corona Premier Guest Line, the Boneyard Podcast, and 247 Sports. We are the Out of Bounds Show, brought to you by the Premium Sticks, the Premium Cigars, at Havana Smoke Shop across from Shaggy's at the Reservoir, and I-55 North, Frontage Road, Jackson. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.